0: track number six of the work of the ministry
1: for another chance to be together to listen to your word and to grow and to be ready to do all that you have for us to engage the enemy and fight good fight hallowed be thy name lord we thank you father for your great presence here In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be here. Um, back in South Africa. And uh, I believe that the Lord is <coughs> here to bless us. Amen. And He's going to do great things in our lives. Amen. Amen. So um, I believe yesterday you had a good time. And we are going to continue having a good time. Amen. Amen. To begin with, uh, we want to... How many of you are here from uh, Swaziland? Could you stand up, please, from Swazi? (laughs) Very good. God bless you. How many were here last year from Swazi? Okay, good, I remember you. Very good, you are blessed. You may be seated. And uh, I believe we have some other branches here now. Is that also from uh, in South Africa, right? What are the names of the places? Mamelodi. Anybody here from Mamilodi? Stand up, please. Mamilodi. All <laughs> yeah, right. Good. Good, thank you. You may be seated. And where else? Main campus. Main campus. Where is Kubu? Ah, okay. Main campus. Is that the main campus? <laughs> Wonderful. Why, why are you sitting down? You don't want to stand. All right. You are blessed. Amen. Okay, you may be seated. And then, uh, where else? John? Johannesburg. Johannesburg. (coughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Were any of you here last year, Johannesburg people? Raise your hand if you were here last year. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, where else? Rastenberg. bag. Okay. Wonderful. Very good. Thank you. You may be seated. Where else? Sushanguvin. Sushanguvin. All right. God bless you. You may be seated. And the main church is called what? Apache. Huh? Attridgeville. Is that Apache? Okay, Attridgeville. Attridgeville. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Premier. You call it Premier here. We call it Apache. The first church. Stand up, please. The main church. All right. Thank you, thank you. And then from Zimbabwe? Any people from Zimbabwe? Yeah. All right. Powerful. Zimbabweans, how are you? Hi, is Mugabe. Is he happy? <laughs> Wonderful, OK. We shall be in Zimbabwe, God willing, amen. You may be seated. And uh, have I left anybody out? All right. Powerful. I believe that the Lord is working with us. Amen? Amen. Uh, let's turn to, uh, what do you call it, uh, Second Timothy. Just by way of introduction. Let's, let's look at First Timothy 6. I think this place is colder than outside, though. <laughs> this side is colder than outside, I tell you. Mercy Lord Jesus. First Timothy six verse twelve. Fight the good fights of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession. Before many witnesses. Amen. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 4. Verse 7. I have fought a good fight. Hallelujah. Amen. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearance. Amen. appearing. Amen. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Or we can we can read from verse ten. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle. I said, for we wrestle. For we wrestle. For we wrestle. For For we wrestle. For we wrestle. For we wrestle. I have fought. I have fought. Did you hear that? That's what Paul said. I have fought. I have fought. Fight the good fight. Fight. Tell three people, fight. Amen. Amen. Paul said, I have fought. I have fought. I have fought. And then he said, fight. Then he said, for we wrestle. So the title of what I'm sharing is Fight. I have fought for we wrestle. Fight. I have fought for we wrestle. Fight. I have fought for we wrestle. We are wrestling. Fight. I have fought for we wrestle. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Fight. I have fought. For we wrestle. We are struggling with the enemy. We are holding his legs. He's also trying to hold our arms. We are holding his, his neck. He's also trying to put his hand inside our eyes. We are trying to move his feet from certain places. He's also pulling our hair. (laughs) Paul said, fight. And he said, I have fought. And he said, for we wrestle. Hallelujah. I just want you to know that there is a great battle and fight going on for the souls of this world. The people that God created and put on this earth, I, I do not believe that we are the first uh, race that, that has ever occupied this earth. I think there, there have been other creations of God that once occupied the earth we are so full of ourselves that we think we are the first and the last. But I believe that (coughs) uh, when God told Adam, replenish the earth, you, you replenish something that has already been replenished. Replenish. Refill the earth. You know? And uh, He put his creation in the garden, and then he put two trees in the garden. And somebody would wonder, why did God allow this tree to be in the garden? Why, Lord, why would you subject Adam to such a problem? and allow him to get into such difficulty as we are all facing today. World summit, HIV, poverty, apartheid, wars, famine, revolutions, uncertainty, Al-Qaeda, Osama Bin Laden. Why? Why, what sort of world is this? What sort of creation is this? The answer is very, 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 very simple. You see, since I began to employ people, you see, every day is a classroom, and everybody you meet is your teacher. You can learn something from all kinds of people and situations. Since I began to employ people who work for me and work for the Lord, but I'm the one who is employed. I've realized that I don't want people to work for me who don't want to be there. But maybe because the church has provided a house for them to stay in. Or the church has provided maybe they are driving a car which belongs to the church. So if they leave the employment, they won't have the house. So they will have to be injected and they don't know where they will stay when they go out so because of such things they decided to just stay in their employment do you understand what I'm saying so I remember when I used to work at the hospital as a doctor many of the doctors there didn't like where they were working they didn't like the hospital they didn't like the place but the hospital had provided them with flats. What do you call it, your apartments? Flats.
0: <laughs>
1: and they were, that's where, and if they moved out of the flex, they wouldn't know where they would live. So they all stayed on, but very disgruntled discontent, some way people. And They carried on. So since I began to employ people, I realized that because I'm the boss, everybody says nice things to me. When I come around, everybody smiles. Everybody says, we are happy to have you. We we have missed you. And all nice things. Nobody ever tells me anything bad. (laughs) Because I'm the boss. So I cannot depend on the nice things that people tell me to know whether they are... Enjoying <laughs> the work. <laughs> Mercy Lord. <laughs> I cannot I cannot use those things to know whether or not they are enjoying the work or they are happy, happy to be there. So one day I had a meeting. And I told them, all the people who work in the church, that is not lay people, people who are paid. And I offered all of them. I said, you see this amount of money? Anybody who decides not to work in the office again and decides to resign, we will give you this large amount of money. And they and said, ah. I said, yeah. The day that you s- offer to leave, you are going to get all this money. You can even live for about a year, Or a long time without, uh, what do you call it? It's it's special. But if you stay, we will never give you that money. (laughs) It's only for those who are going. So by that, I open the door to encourage people to go. So that those who really want to be with us, will stay with us. And those who really would like to go, and find it easier to go. Do you understand? Because I want to be with people who really want to be with me, not people who are forced to be with me, or people who don't have an option or because of certain things they are they are forced to be where they don't want to be. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. Help me, <laughs> because it is not good to be with people. Who don't really want to be there. If somebody is there on his heart, yeah. you, you have a good person. The person is free in his heart. He's really doing what he wants to do. So when God put Adam and Eve in the garden, he wasn't sure. <laughs> do you see? Whether they really wanted to be there and to be happy with him or not. So he put the tree in the garden so that when they met, came to meet the tree, then they would now decide whether they would want to be doing what God wants or they want to do what they want to do themselves. Now, if God had not put the tree there, as up till to, up to today, we wouldn't know whether Adam, who is moving around, really wants to serve God or not. Oh yeah, we wouldn't really know. Till so we put the tree there, and then he now has to look at it and chew and say, do I want to stay? Do I want this tree? Do I want this or do I not want it? And now that the tree is there, and he did not eat this tree. It means that he really wants to do what God wants. Not that, not that he is forced to. He had a choice. He could have, but he decided not to. He decided to rather yeah. obey God. Yeah. And that really shows whether he or she wants to serve the Lord, it's like a child. You can teach the child everything, but a time will come when you will ha- you will meet evil. How many of you have seen evil before? Okay, how many of you have seen pornography before? Pornography, pornographic pictures. You've looked at some before. Raise your hand. Oh, I said raise your hand if you have looked at por- pornographic. P- I'm not saying that you are somebody who is always reading it, but you have. <laughs> Seen it before you have pain before you say, Ha! Ah! What is this thing? Raise up your hand, raise up your hand. Okay, very good. How many of you have smoked before? I mean, you've you've tried it before. Raise your hand, give me a give me a wave. Very good. How many of you have tried sex before? Sex help me, Jesus. Mercy, Lord, mercy. Okay. So all these things, you get it, are the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that you meet in your life. And then you now choose. So the fact that you are here today means that even though you've seen good and evil, you have decided to choose good. But it's not that you don't know what is in the world. It's not that you've not seen it before. It's not that you, 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 you have never been exposed to it. You see, you have to be exposed to evil and good. And then choose of your own voluntary will that this is what I want. And that makes you qualified to go to heaven. So the people who are going to go to heaven are people who want to go to heaven. Not people who don't have a choice. Who were there when they said we should come to heaven. But it is people who really love God and who have decided to serve Him and who chose to serve Him. That's why God put the tree in the garden so that Adam and Eve will see it and then choose. Then He will be sure. And then when Satan came, which He will come. You see, I can't prevent Satan from coming. Jesus cannot prevent Satan from coming. He has to come. And when he comes, what you will do with what he says? God said, You stay here. All these 10,000, thousands of trees are yours. This tree is my tree. I like this tree. Just leave this one for me. I just want one tree. The garden. (laughs) I can't. Is it too hard? Or is it too much to us? All these thousands of different trees, pears, mango, oranges, this, that, or that, everything. Just this tree is my tree. This, my, this is the type. Just one for me. You have the nine. You eat that one too. So Satan came to uh, Adam and Eve and told Eve, Adam, he, he told, he said, God is... Eve, come. (laughs) And he said to Eve, you see, uh, God is trying to keep something from you. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel that God is trying to keep something from you. And Eve said, really? (laughs) You see, Satan always present yeah. God leaders especially if you're a good leader you're a godly leader, pastor as somebody who is trying to keep something from you he's trying to take something that he knows you should really have he's trying to keep something that you should have that you, sh- you should actually have yeah. but the way he is you know how, you know him you know our man. You know our man. <laughs> our man. You, you won't call him your pastor. You know our man. You know our man. He doesn't enjoy when you are, you know, like, he's trying to, he's keeping something. Ah, what is he keeping? He said, oh, uh, there is a certain level and realm that you become like God. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you see, I, the serpent, have seen all these things before. You yeah. are just been created, so you don't know. There is a realm where you are superior. You see things. Yeah. So God is keeping this from me. God is very wicked, though. So suddenly, the God who gave you everything, the God who gave you ten thousands of thousands of trees. And the God who put you in a garden and gave you dominion over all his creation has not become a bad person. Mercy, you see? I say mercy forever.
0: <laughs>
1: the God who blessed you has now become somebody who is depriving you of something this is what happens in churches if you have let's say a bishop or a leader he says okay go here or he says do this and then the satan will come to you "Ah, you see the man he knows that if you are this and that and he allow you you will become a man of god you will become this and that so he's trying to prevent you, and he's trying to keep this from you or he's trying to take this from you and I can't prevent that. One day, Satan will come to you and talk to you like that. He's trying to prevent you from having this, or he's like this, or he's like that. So, now the person who taught you, the person who trained you, the person who blessed you, who laid hands on you, who led you to Christ, through whom if it was not for him, you would not even know God, or perhaps today you would be lost in some jungle. Now that person has become a bad person, because he's you now see him as somebody who is keeping something from you preventing you from a certain higher level. He's trying to do something, and this is Satan, the same thing that he did to Adam and Eve, is now doing the same thing to you, and you are also falling. Mercy forever.
0: Mercy.
1: Now he's keeping something from you. I have seen people that I have laid hands on. Look at me. And it's like I have become a bad person to death. It's the work of Satan. Some of you here, one day you'll become Orangus. I pray for you. When you hear a bad thing that is coming, just shout mercy, and then the mercy of the Lord will will just uh, keep you out of it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jesus did everything he could to prevent Judas from. If I even told him, you are going to betray me, and Judas was still looking at me. I preached a certain tape called Shama. You should listen to that tape. He tried and said everything he could to prevent it. So, when Jesus was in the temple, he was preaching to the people, and the people were so happy. They were shouting, Mercy. They were shouting, Help me, Lord.
0: <laughs>
1: in the Thursday night, when they, came, they were coming for. Jesus. Jesus was there in the garden. And they came for him. And they came surrounding with knives. And Jesus said, I was with you in the temple. You forgot in the camp, eh? You forgot? When you were shouting, help me, Jesus. When you were shouting, mercy, Lord. You forgot all the meetings we had and we were talking and we were sharing. And you are coming for me with, you should have rather brought me an offering. You are coming for me with knife, with a knife now, and you are coming for me with a sword. You've forgotten already, eh? Then he said, "But the scripture must be fulfilled." In other words, there are some bad scriptures which have been written, which will by all means be fulfilled. Be careful that you are not somebody who is being used to fulfill, being used to fulfill some of these bad scriptures. <laughs> That when you are when you are doing something, you are just fulfilling a bad prophecy that has been there already. Like Jesus said to us, He said, You are not greater than your master. And one day somebody said to me, No matter what I teach, no matter what loyalty I preach, I will by all means have Judas. When he pointed his finger at me like that. I was afraid. He said, you you are not greater than Jesus. When he said that, I knew that it was a scripture. That no matter who you are, what you teach, what you say, what you do, no matter the conditions of service that you give to people, no no matter the love you show, the care you show, you are not greater than Jesus because Jesus had the best conditions of service. Jesus told his people, you are going to have houses and this and that and that on this earth. Jesus said that I am going, that I want you to be where I am. Not many bosses want you to have what they have. Have me, Jesus. Not many bosses want to take you to the places that they are going to. That where I am, you may be at the same level. Not many. They would like to sit in the offices and be enjoying certain things whilst you are underground, mining the gold from the dust. You are breathing in the dust. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: not many bosses want you to build mansions and houses for their employees, he said I'm going to build a house mansion for you, he had the best conditions of employment and yet he had somebody like Judas to wake up and manifest himself <laughs> messy forever <laughs> <laughs> so I pray for you that certain bad scriptures. <laughs> you, you will not be used to fulfill certain bad scriptures, but when you are doing that you are just fulfilling scriptures.
0: Ah
1: one day I was meeting with my, some of my young pastors. I was just about to send them out as missionaries. But on Sunday and I was talking with them in my office and downstairs in the basement. And we were talking, to listening to them. and I told I told four of them, I said, Take pen. Everybody take pen and come and attack me with your to come and kill me. So they caught up and they were coming. Then I said, remember, before you kill me, remember. <laughs> remember how we used to sit here yeah. to talk. Remember the camp meetings we had before you you, you kill me. Remember, before you rise up. seem to you that God is using you, my brother and my sister. But perhaps you don't even know that what is happening. God has not even begun to use you. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my life. Take my heart. Touch my heart, Lord, speak. If you can use, if you can use. You can use me. Use me, Jesus. You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. Lift your hand and ask him. Take my hand, Lord. And my feet touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak. If you can use, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 you may be seated for a moment. Maybe may be seated for a moment. can we all be seated please
0: I'm,
1: I'm going to give you a break in about 10 minutes but I just want you to listen I'm still on the same preaching do you know why you are on earth do you know why you had to come to earth before you go to heaven the same reason why God put the tree in the garden you have to come here and see earth see money see the things on this earth see marriage see life and choose God God had to see what you would choose for the 20 years that He will put you here. God had to see what you would choose, what you would do with this time. That's why you had to come. So this place that you are is just a transit place that you have been asked to see. See education. See life. See money. See good, see bad. See evil. See oranguism. See loyalty. See faithfulness. And we'll see which one you choose. Based on that, we know where you are going. If God were just to create you without knowing good or evil and just take you, we'll never be sure whether you really want to. say. Have you ever wondered after the rain, the Bible talks about the millennium, for 1,000 years, Satan will be bound up. And there will be a millennium, a thousand years of peace. And the Bible says, and then Satan will be released for a short period to deceive the nations. And still, some people will follow him. After living in absolute peace for one thousand years on this earth. Satan was released, if you read Revelation, for a short period. Why? Still again to give people the opportunity. It's like people who are bad, but it's like they haven't had the badness to do. So give them the opportunity and when they have that opportunity then they will actually choose for themselves what they will really do. That's why you are here. That's why you are here. So that you can choose between good and evil. And that's why some of you are in Lighthouse today. Because you are being given an opportunity to choose to either do his work or to just watch. Because if you are in this church and you hear what we keep preaching and how we are going to have a thousand mega churches, and how God wants to use you and God is going to work with you. And you hear all that and you still don't do it. Then he gave you and you didn't do it. And I mean, nobody nobody can say it, it was there. It happened. The tree was there. You choose it. You didn't choose it. God is not after anything that you have. Come on. Grow up. I said grow up. Grow up. God told Abraham, go and sacrifice your son. And then when he was sacrificing, just as he was, he said, stop. I've seen that there's nothing that's so important to you anymore. I've seen it. it's okay. Me, I thought I was going to be poor. But now I'm so blessed. I can go anywhere I want to go. I can pick a mobile phone and call for any car that I want. Any kind of car in the world. You see, our church recently bought another building in London. 1.1 million pounds. Which will be how many millions of rands here? Huh? Yeah, millions. We just pay for cash, no monthly payments. Our church is not a poor church, and I'm the head, the founder, not just the president. I'm also the founder. I have a certain authority that the person who will be after me will not have that authority. anything that I really want, if I want, I can have it. So, what I thought that I was losing, you see, God has given it to, and now, even all those things have lost their value to me. Many have thought that, I met a pastor, he was asking, when are you going to change your car? I said, what am I going to what, what change? Change what car? To, to buy what? To, what, is, what are all these things? Some asked me, why do you stay where you stay? don't you stay? Because I don't live in, in the rich part of Accra, car, of where I live. I stay where the where the, poor, the poorer side where I live is not the where the rich I can show you where the rich people stay. There are houses in Agra that cost half a million dollars. But it has now even lost its value. Oh yes. So what I thought I was losing, I can now I can fly anywhere in the world. I flew here with eight, we were eight of us, eight people. I said, let's go, eight people. We are going. Remember how Jesus took 5,000 people to feed them? (laughs) Some of you, you, just you yourself, you can't fly. How much more to add two, three or three people with you? And I was coming with even more people, but uh, their parents didn't allow them. So brothers and sisters, I just want you to know that what you are holding on to. That you think you are going to lose. God is saying, Give it to me, especially in your heart. Amen. And the Lord will bless you. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet, please. So you work your holy word, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. We'll take a break. We'll come back at 10 o'clock.